In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. What is faith? What is faith? I mean, all of us in here would say, we have faith. We wouldn't be here if we didn't have faith, right? However, I think it's important for us to understand the dynamism of faith. How faith really truly works. Because today, more than ever, I think that faith in general is just dying. Like, and I'm not talking about like individuals. I'm talking about in general, in the world today. Faith is just dying. And so many of us profess, especially as Catholics, we profess we have faith. But faith is not simply just agreeing to something or agreeing to some facts. Yes, I agree to the fact that Jesus was born of Mary and he died on the cross and he's the son of God and those things. Those are great. Those are important. But faith is much deeper than just ascending, ascending to facts. Faith is dynamic. And it needs to be dynamic. It needs to be alive. It's not stagnant. And so faith is something that needs to be renewed. It needs to be kind of worked we can just say okay yeah i believe in god well guess what the devil himself believes in god the devil himself believes in jesus so what is it that jesus actually wants i mean what are we supposed to what is our faith supposed to look like in the gospel today perfect example of a man comes to the apostles and he seeks healing because at this point in the gospel, the, uh, the apostles have already been endowed with the authority to be able to, uh, to, to perform healings. So what's different from this time? You know, they put their hands on the sick, they've been healed, and this time, oh, it's not working. What happened? Why were the apostles not able to heal this man's son? Well, I would say this. I can speculate that their faith began to turn into confidence in their ability. Confidence in, kind of, in a sense, an arrogance. Like, look what we can do. Like, yeah, come to us. We can heal. And it probably became kind of like this, maybe this like special, like eliteness, you know, like we're part of the 12, you know what I mean? Like get on our level, you know what I mean? They kind of got full of themselves and they began to slowly forget that this is about God. This is about God's will. It's not about us. It's not about my ability. And so, really, instead of having real faith, their faith was about them. They put their faith in themselves. What happens when man puts faith in himself? We fail. And sometimes we need to fail hardcore. Sometimes we need to fall flat on our face. 
before we begin to really truly realize that God is God. I'm not. So real faith is really truly surrendering to the uncertain, but being certain about it. Yeah, we don't, we don't maybe have all of the data. We don't have all of the hardcore evidence and proof that we want. And sometimes that doesn't always have to be the scientific proof or, or the philosophical proof. Sometimes we just want God to answer my prayer. God, I'm asking for this. I need this to happen in order for me to believe in you. We'll say the prayer. We'll do our 20 novenas. We'll do our 20 rosaries convincing God to give me what I want. And we think, oh, this time around, St. Teresa is going to hear me. This time around, Padre Pio is going to hear me. You know what? You know what, St. Rita? If you're not going to listen to me, I'm going to talk to St. Joseph. And sometimes we don't get that proof that we're looking for. And what I would say, my brothers and sisters, is that is an opportunity for real faith to grow. Meaning... My faith is not going to become, I'm not going to believe in you, Jesus. I'm not going to surrender to you, Jesus, based off of events, based off of things in this world or my expectations. I don't care what that looks like. I'm going to surrender and I'm going to believe even when the evidence doesn't exactly show. Sometimes God allows the evidence or the situations in our lives to really look opposite. Meaning, He lets it kind of go up in flames. Because He wants to see where our real faith is. I mean, where is my confidence? Is my confidence in what I want and what I can kind of produce to make happen? Or is it in God? And who he is. And does he remain the same God even when things don't go my way? Even when healings don't take place? Even when things don't happen how I want? Is God still God? And will I continue to believe in him? That's what God is looking for. So, really, truly, the worse things are, the uglier things are, the better it is. Why? Because it's in those moments that we have an opportunity. You know, this is how I look at it. I say, Lord, as ugly and as terrible as things are, however much that is, in the same measure, Lord, I'm going to flip that and I'm going to have that same amount of faith in you. I actually, I try to look at it as things as, I look at, I look at things as, as though the worse and the uglier things are, the, it's in that same measure it's actually those very things that make me have greater faith. Rather than making me say, you know what, God, you're not there. You know what, God, you're not real. It's really hard to do that. It was hard for St. Therese, whose feast day is coming up this week. Now, I think a lot of you guys in this church have a devotion to St. Therese, more so because you want her to give you a rose. Let's be real, okay? It's kind of pathetic, but let's be real. Y'all just want a rose, okay? Right? How many of you guys have received a rose from St. Therese before? Oh, okay. Wow. Pray to St. Therese. She's cool. Uh, in the end of her life, 
the last year of her life, she was only 24 years old, 24 years old when she died. She died from, uh, from uh, uh, tuberculosis. So she basically suffocated on her own blood that filled her lungs, you can imagine. For the last year of her life, the devil tempted her terribly because of her pain and constantly harassed her with thoughts that God is not real, that heaven is not real, that she became a nun and she's suffering for no purpose, for no reason whatsoever. She's just going to die and there's going to be nothing. Now this is Saint Therese. And many of us would be thinking like, how can a saint even have those types of thoughts? Can she still be a saint even though she had those types of thoughts and temptations? But what she realized in those moments were instead of her believing the fact that, oh, I have these temptations, I'm now all of a sudden I don't have faith, she looked at those as opportunities in order for her to have even greater faith. She actually took it as far as to say, this is how she combated it. She said, why would there be such a temptation and such a strong push to believe that God is not real if God wasn't actually real? See, she said, the devil wouldn't be trying to make me believe that God is not real so, so hard and so bad if God really wasn't real. So she looked at that as proof that God was real. Rather than looking at it as proof that, oh, God isn't real. He's not there. He doesn't care. Each and every day, my brothers and sisters, we place our faith in something. Every day, every single day, you place your trust in your car. You get in that car, you have no idea whether that car is going to all of a sudden just mess up or something, the engine's going to go out and you're just going to fall off the road. You get onto a plane. We get on planes all the time. Do we go up to the, uh, the, the pilot? Sometimes we don't even see the pilot. That's the best part. Do we ever go up to the pilot and say, show me your credentials. I want to make sure that you can actually ride this plane. But we place our trust in that pilot. And we get on that plane. And we trust. We trust. But when it comes to God, we put God on trial. We put God on trial. We put God on trial. Why? What has God done for us to not believe in Him? What has God done to make us have so much Unsurety, uncertainty about him. See, if we keep waiting for proof and certainty in our life, we're never going to have real faith. Our faith is going to be here and there, wishy-washy. Can't stand wishy-washy people. Be who you are. Be a straight shooter. That's how I go. That's how I go. Be a straight shooter. This is how God wants us. And so God gives us opportunities every single day to place our trust in him. Each and every day. And it's ultimately in those moments where everything seems, the data seems to say opposite. It's when God wants real faith. Faith is the size of a mustard seed. The size of a mustard seed. That's what all God wants, he says. And you can move mountains. Why are we not seeing miracles today, my brothers and sisters? Why aren't miracles happening today? Because the faith that we think we have is not actually really true faith. 
And so what God is looking for is real surrender. That's what God wants. God wants us to surrender, to let it all go. That's what the man did. He came up to Jesus and he said he fell at his feet and he let it all go. Not sure if Jesus is going to be able to heal this guy or not. He didn't need the certainty. He, needed, he didn't need the proof. He surrendered. Today, I want to challenge us that whatever it is that is going on in your life that is causing you to put God on trial, to be uncertain about Him, that is telling you this is the proof that God is not real or that God doesn't love you, that God is not there, you say, that's the very proof that tells me my God is real. And it's, I'm going to give him this little faith and he's going to take that situation and he's going to make something beautiful out of it. Just like with a mustard seed. It's literally this tiny, tiny, tiny. Can you imagine that little tiny seed turns into a, a tree that's like 100 feet tall? Imagine. Imagine that tiny little seed turns into a huge tree bigger than this church. That's what God does with us if we have real faith the size of a mustard seed. God says, Jesus says, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, nothing will be impossible. Do we have that faith today? Let's ask the Lord. Let's ask the Holy Spirit to give us that real faith to really, truly give God all. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit.